I'm a talkative person because I'm an SE dom. It's like my only world is the physical. My words are the only means of me getting out my meaning and intention. We'll see if I eat those words. She'll be entertaining others all the time. This is exactly where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not dare to this bump on a podcast with people. Can you hear me? You guys ready to go? Yeah, Kate. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Literally No Subtext podcast. I'm very excited to welcome my dear sister Jenna here. She is an ENFP. She is here to chat all things FI. Jenna, give a big howdy hello. Howdy hello. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't big enough. Howdy. Hello. (laughs) Dance monkey dance. (laughs) Disclaimer, it's 11pm so we are using our nighttime voices today. That's right. Uh, But uh, doesn't mean this will be any less valuable. Does it? I mean, I mean my are we brain's guaranteeing? not very sharp at the moment, so it may be less valuable. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Are we guaranteed? Well, I mean, we're talking about values on this podcast. Interesting. So we'll Correct. see what the what the listeners decide is valuable. Mm, no, look. And how they go about deciding it. <laughs> no, look, is this inherently of... valuable? <laughs> okay, we're not going to do the interrupting thing. <laughs> no, we are. Let's be honest. Also, our voices sound very similar. So uh, when you're listening to this we may or may not have applied a filter to one of our voices. No guarantees on that one because that'll involve me working out how to do that. And I'm not sure at this point whether I have worked out how to do that at the time that you're listening. Future Kristen, don't know. It's her problem. She'll she'll work it out. Or she won't, in which case you will have to... Put this train back on the tracks, Kristen. Come on. <laughs> Derailing. We'll do our best to be like, oh, it's Kristen talking, everyone. Or thanks yeah. for saying that point, Jenna. That's right. <laughs> to make it clear who's talking. But otherwise, rip. But it's kind of symbolic because we're talking about FI and, you know, that's our shared interest. So we are one voice. No. <laughs> that felt wrong. <laughs> that did feel wrong. That one didn't feel good. No, it didn't. To quote Cameron. So in essence, the topic of today's podcast is FI. What we're endeavouring to do in today's episode is... Is get my baby to sleep. <laughs> so what we're endeavouring... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just be a couple of housekeeping points. First of all, there is a snoring baby in the background. So if you hear snoring, that's the reason it's there. Or Kristen has said something really boring and I've fallen asleep. <laughs> oh, come on, please. As if I would be the one. She's, like, she's let's... a sensor. <laughs> Sorry. As he, yeah. I've literally fallen asleep while Jenna has been talking before. Multiple times. When yeah, we had sleep as kids. Anyway, second point is that we, in this podcast, are endeavouring to talk about FI or introverted feeling. If you'd like to know more about the cognitive functions, there is a podcast episode where I talk about them at length. So please have a look at that episode. If you're interested, there's also a video on my dear Kristen YouTube channel going into the eight cognitive functions. Actually, there's two videos. So go ahead and watch those. We're not going to go into the essence of all of the cognitive functions and what they are today. We're just going to dive into FI, introverted feeling, and talk about how it presents for each of us, how we how we perceive it to be different from FE and basically trying to get to the heart of what it is. Also, obviously, all of these these thoughts will come from our own perspective of the functions, which is important to say, and it's our own experiences. Obviously, we're going to be speaking from our experience here. Um, we're trying very much to give you some tangible data and just an organic conversation between two FI users to help you understand the function a bit better. But please take everything with a grain of salt because please remember that FI is not guaranteed to present in certain behaviours across the board for all FI users, particular behaviours I mean. So the first question I'll ask is 
what is introverted feeling and how does it differ from extroverted feeling or FE as people call it? Jenna, thoughts? Well, the first thing I'll say is it's important to remember that the feeling and thinking functions are what's called judging functions. So basically you take in information through your perceiving functions and then you evaluate that information through your judging functions. And this happens largely on an unconscious level. The way you use your judging functions is not conscious and deliberate in the way that people think it is. It's just your natural mode of it's what you're naturally paying attention to, what sort of information you're naturally paying attention to in the process of making in an F, in the case of an F realm, a value judgment. So when I say a value judgment, I mean, basically you're making a judgment about what you find to be personally valuable. I feel like we need to make the disclaimer that FI isn't values. Definitely. definitely. A lot of people will probably understand FI to mean that it is in and of itself values which is so not what it is because any human being will have a set of personal values that they've defined and we all look at our exactly and we all look at our values when we're making decisions we're all going to look at our values the the important thing to remember with the cognitive functions is it's a unique perspective that you have so the cognitive functions when we talk about the the judging functions um and here again specifically the f functions because that's what we're focusing on in this episode of the podcast the information that you're paying attention to is largely going to be emotional and relational sort of interpersonal interpersonal information so it's basically in the process of establishing value what are you paying attention to Um, and the things that fe is naturally paying attention to are going to be different from the things that fi is naturally paying attention to and these are just things that sort of innately occur your attention will go one way or another and it's not to do with what you're consciously choosing to do um yeah the best way to the best way to kind of understand fi is in relation to fe so i think we need to talk about fe first so that then we can understand fi and i feel like it's it's nice to point out that that when we're talking about these decision making processes it's not with the big decisions like where am i going to move overseas or who am i going to marry or other decisions that you would very obviously consider lots of different perspectives. You'd ask lots of people about it. You'd think logically and where is my head? Where is my heart with this? Where where are things lining up? There are decisions that we make that are bigger that I think a lot of people think of when they think of, when they hear that Myers-Briggs is a tool for working out where you go to to make your decisions. Cognitive functions don't just account for those big decisions. It's the smaller decisions, for instance. Yeah, a lot of the problem in identifying what judging functions you're using is when you look at yourself, firstly, you it's very hard to actually look at yourself in an accurate way. Secondly, you're, you're seeing yourself with the most nuance because you are yourself and you are aware of everything that's occurring internally. So it can be hard and confusing to try and identify what you're doing. And third, um, <laughs> the... I'm sorry, Jenna just looks like an Ewok right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty or something. Got, I've got a, It's freezing in my house where we're recording this, and I've got um, I've got a blanket on, and I've got a hoodie on. Like yeah, a, like it's like a sheepskin looking Legit. sort of hoodie over my head, and my hair is inexplicable. <laughs> Your hair is inexplicable. Um, anyway, what were we saying? On. Where were we? <laughs> The beauty of a podcast is I could just rewind and have a listen to what we were saying. No, you were talking about how cognitive functions are with the smaller decisions. 
Oh, I was going. Uh, yeah, I was. It was a really inconvenient place to interrupt because I was saying <laughs> something about threefold things that were threefold. Oh, and another thing that makes it difficult is that when you think about yeah something like oh I make my decisions, then you're only thinking about decisions that you're actually aware of being made. You're not thinking mm. about micro decisions that you're making every day, and that's actually where we see the cognitive functions mm. more naturally and easily play out is 100%. in those little decisions, day-to-day decisions mm. that, are less, gonna get my that are less deliberate. What, am I going to take the staircase or the escalator? Am I going to... What should I wear out of my house? Am I what actually going to listen to my sister talk today? Or am I going to go on <laughs> Instagram instead? <laughs> Not from life experience. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those things are important to keep in mind. Now let's just talk about FE, extroverted feeling for a sec, because I think... We can understand FI as sort of a a negation of FE in some mm, ways, legit. right? Well, because well, Carl Jung defines it as introverted feeling as like sort of in that negative way. It's negative feeling that's uh, opposed to the object in a sense. Mm-hmm. We won't go into that too much, mm-hmm. but I'll just I'll just sort of just say what I want to say about FE, and then you sure can, yeah, you, can you say, say what you, you want to say. You can say that's what you very want to say. FI. <laughs> Jenna's like, let me say what I want to say first, and then if you have anything to add, oh you can gosh, add. Oh my gosh, yes, this is such a very <laughs> FITE way of doing this podcast. It's like, it's I'll like, say my bit, then yeah, you say yeah. your bit. Because and right. the the reason that is FI is because it's the like, first I'm, point of reference, the first thing that is being considered, is the person's well, own. We'll just go on with what we'll just go. We'll yeah. just talk about fe first so extroverted that, that was a te thing that just happened right there jenna was like well Kristen, if it's okay this is how i'd like it to be organized <laughs> not if we'll it's okay not yeah, if no. it's okay <laughs> yeah. it's like we will do it this way <laughs> no let's, we'll, we'll just talk about fe first Kristen. okay makes more sense this is how i think it'll make more sense this is how i judge it'll, make, it'll work anyway, better so um anyway what was i gonna say <laughs> Let's talk Everyone about knew FE that first. Was coming. Kristen? Okay, yeah. Okay. So what I mean is, if it's all sorry, right. Sorry, should I just go don't. to bed and just leave the mics on for you? <laughs> if it's agreeable to you, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm Kristen. If it's agreeable to you, I will say something about FE, and then if you want to jump in after I've said my bit, you can say what you you say about FE, and then it's we'll okay. Talk I just FI. really want you to feel um, comfortable in this space. Stop it. <laughs> That's so inauthentic. I know. Anyway, I do um, want you to feel comfortable in the space, but I wouldn't say that. Um, okay, so with extroverted feeling, the in through the process of figuring out what is personally valuable to you, you're naturally going to be essentially as an as a necessary part of the judging process. You're going to be taking on considering other people's values, other people's feelings to help you decide what is valuable to you. And it's important to say there's a, there's a misconception with FE that it's kind of like, well, whatever most people find valuable, I'll just find valuable. But again, we want to emphasize that every person will reach their own individually defined mm-hmm. values. Mm-hmm. So it's not about having individually defined values. Yeah. Um, it's just in the process of reaching your own indi- individually defined values, what are you considering? What are you paying attention to most? What is most I don't want to say most important because that implies that you're ranking the other ways of doing things, but what just is the way you do it? Mm-hmm. What is what you pay attention to without maybe even thinking of the another yeah, way of doing I it, like right? That. I like that point. It's like, not about what's important. It's just a natural it, thing. What exactly. You're, you're not even paying, the best way to you're say not it. even considering the other, any other way of doing it. It's just yeah. how you do it. So yeah. for Good people, job, Jenna. Thank you, Kristen. So for people <laughs> who use Jenna. extroverted, <laughs> so for people who use extroverted feeling, 
Um, it is an essential part of the process of working out their own values to consider other people's feelings and other people's values. And then they weigh up that information. And that could be anyone. That could be people close to them. It could be one other person who's like very close to them. It could be whoever's around them immediately. It could be friends they trust. It could be the wider society. It's just an external mind or an external minds external people external mm -hmm. feelings mm -hmm. um, and values external vibes it could be a vibe of a room it could be something like that but this is all important and vital information in order to decide what is valuable to the individual mm. so that do you want to add that's that's what I would say for FE do you want to add anything Kristen yeah so when something pops up when something's been deceived deceived perceived and a decision needs to be made what the person who prefers FE is going to be doing is assessing the shared value of the people around them. FI, what it is going to be doing is paying attention to its own personal... You're like, Jenna looked at me at the moment I said FI because she's like, Kristen, we haven't brought in FI yet. We were supposed to... I allowed you to talk about FE. I said, do you have anything to add about FE? I saw that in your face, the way you looked at me. Sorry, we'll just pin FI for a second because I'm sure Jenna would like to talk to you about I FI. just have a very like... No fair. SI ordered way of no, wanting to get well, through the content. Well, you know what? You're my guest. So, That's fine. Um, be a guest. Be our guest, put your something service to, to the, the test. test. Okay, we'll leave FI for a second. Uh, but yeah, what I did want to say about FE in the same way we said earlier that FI isn't just values. FE is not just caring about people. Oh, you care about people. Therefore, mm. you use FE. Mm. And Absolutely. I mean, I've seen that in the type community a lot when someone's like, oh, this person is clearly using FE because they're talking about the community or yep. loving others in well, some they way. Seem to they seem to really consider other people's views or opinions or things mm -hmm. like that. Let's mm -hmm. remember there's different realms of these cognitive mm -hmm. functions mm -hmm. too. So like if you're an extroverted thinking type, for example, you're going to want to consider what other people think, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So again, let's go, to F, let's go to the FE and just mention as well that when we're talking about the information, the input, the data that is important to consider in coming up with your own values, it's all feelings. It's expressions of feelings and value judgments it's not thoughts so so for example when i'm making decisions i want to consider logical arguments right so that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about how a person the another emotional experience that's outside of yourself mm -hmm. so i could if i'm an fe user and i want to decide how should i feel about something um, and i'm trying to work that out myself for myself and i can see that Kristen feels a certain way about the thing that's going to be an important consideration if Kristen's someone I care about or Kristen's someone that I'm around. It's going to be an important consideration to see how Kristen emotionally feels about this and what she deems personally valuable. That's going to be important information to me in some way informing my own value judgments. Mm. But they will be my own value judgments mm. if I'm an FE user. And it's not that you would be saying, oh, I'm going to mimic or follow whatever Kristen feels, but... I need to cite what Kristen feels in order to sort out how I feel. That's right. So, so some a way that I've defined it, um, in the, or like a little kind of phrase that I've used, um, in in talking about FE, is that FE users will tend to glean a better understanding of how they feel about things if they can first explore and gauge how other people feel about mm -hmm, things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean they're going to end up at the same conclusion or the same feeling that the other person has, but it just means that. It's very important by necessity in essence of the mm -hmm. process, of the judging process, that they are considering 
other people's emotional mm-hmm. input, emotional yep. input. Yep. So it's not, again, it's not um, philosophical. It's not uh, mm-hmm. logical. It's not abstract or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. an emotional input that's yep. important in in with Effie. Yeah, a classic example. I'm hoping we are going to be providing some practical examples along the way of this to not keep it too abstract. Uh, But it's certainly valuable to be able to talk about potential ways that this can happen to clarify what we mean. That's not to say that all Effie users will present this exact type of behaviour. But an example is um, one of my friends, we had a recently had an election in Australia and one of my ENFJ friends published an Instagram story where he was very openly saying guys, this election's coming up. How do we feel about it? What are your thoughts on on elections in general? Why do we feel that elections are important? Like, let's open up a conversation in my inbox. I want to know where you guys are at in order to sort of work out he how he was feeling about the election and who to vote for. He had to cite that. Whereas, just as a whereas, Jenna, would it be okay if I say whereas to talk about my FI experience in regards yeah, to yeah. this? <laughs> Of course. For me, when I'm making that kind of decision, I need to know that people around me know that I'm going to be shutting them off in my decision making process because I need to go inside, do my own research, think about things for myself, work out how I personally feel about it. And it's not actually about how anyone feels in that moment to work that out for myself. It's about what's important to me, actually. And okay, great. You feel that way. That literally has no impact on the decision that I'm going to make for myself. So I'm not using that necessary process of running my feelings past the group. So to jump, that's a nice segue into FI. Mm -hmm. So by contrast, um, my own thoughts on FI, my introverted feeling, um, and the way, certainly the way I experience it is that with introverted feeling, if we think about how a necessary process of extroverted feeling is to go and look at how other people emotionally respond, emotionally, again, introverted feeling, um, people who use or prefer introverted feeling it just won't occur to them. It's not that they don't prioritize or appreciate other people's feelings. It just won't occur to the introverted feeler to ask or seek out other people's emotional experiences in order to determine the validity of their own emotional experience or, or to make their own value judgments. Um, it just It's not that it's not valuable. It's just that it just doesn't occur. Like it just does not occur to me. And I know Kristen's the same as an FI user when I come up against something and I'm trying to decide if it's valuable I I know pretty quickly whether it's something that I value or not um because I feel a certain way and then I can I can process my own emotional experience to discover what I value or what it is that I value about those things Mm -hmm. Um, and that's an internal process for me as an introverted feeling auxiliary type things that will influence how I feel will be things like logical arguments, philosophical perspectives, concepts, ideas, experiences, sense experiences, all that stuff might influence how I feel about something. But the emotional experiences of others, emotional experiences of others, mm. aren't a factor in my emo- what my emotional experience is going yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, Which is why I think it's so easy for FI users to be like, naturally – you do you, like your experience is valid because they're so rock solid in their emotional experience. Yeah. They're not going to be, they're like, oh, I know my experience. Yeah. I want you to know yours as well. And it's not exactly. And it's not a thing like you're shutting off other people's feelings. If I'm making a decision about something I want to do or I find valuable and I feel it a certain way, then um, someone can come to me and say, I feel, oh, I feel 
like that's a bad I feel sad about your value or something like that let's say they express an emotion about the value that I have or something like that I look at that and I say oh like it's sad that you're feeling sad but it doesn't change or influence the value that I've formed or how I have formed that value it's not it's not an important part of the process of forming a value judgment for me to consider other people's values or emotional experiences. I can see them as separate and individual to those individuals, but it's not something I'm going to be taking on board when I'm considering what is valuable to me or how I feel mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. I know pretty quickly how I feel about things. And then I know pretty quickly whether my own feelings about how I feel are like trustworthy or not. It's mm-hmm. a very, it's an internal process I can do without bouncing it off other people and then informing my own values. Another little thing I like to say about FI is, um, you know, where, where FE understands better how they feel by looking at other people's emotional experiences and values just by necessity. Um, FI, introverted feeling, will understand, get a better understanding of how other people feel and how other people value things by first looking at how they feel and how they value things. So for me, through my own emotional process introverted feeling judging process and evaluating process doing that myself gives me a better understanding then of how other people reach their values and i have a i have a very high tolerance for other people's values other people's individually formed values in general regardless of how they're forming them but because i because my process is so internal and so I trust my own process in coming to value judgments. You know, it's that classic thing of you kind of see what you do, you kind of project onto other people in a certain way. I think it's like what you said before of the you do you thing, even though both of us are like, you do you is a stupid phrase in general, but like, um, yeah, naturally, but that vibe of like, okay, I have come to my values and I trust that if you've come to a value, you kind of know why it's important yeah, to you and, good and I just assume that it's that you understand why that's important to you and mm. like I respect that you have your own values and I have my own values I'm I not just trying had to a realization. Like change your values I've just had a realization which is digressing a bit to TI but it's the same thing with the ENTP debater stereotype how everyone thinks wrongfully thinks they debate because they want to change people's minds it's more like the you do you thing but with TI so it's like I just want to make sure that you I just want to hear your logical arguments for why you got where you were it's not for the sake of like changing the person's logical argument it's just like oh i just want to see that you also have that and you have that you have your own ways of getting you have your own ti yeah good on you i mean it's also kind of i mean as i've said that it's it's also kind of naive to say that you're never going to try and change other people's values because i think we all try to do that in many ways like i mean an entp would definitely be trying to change people's reasons or logical Mm. like if and we all want people to come onto our side with certain things i think Mm. that's fine to acknowledge that's a human very human thing and it would be kind of bad if we didn't do that because it would Mm. mean we don't care about how other people live yeah Um, so yeah but i think it's just you kind of yeah it's not something that i feel like i need to be generally kind of uh imposing on other people my own value system no not that fe users are always doing that but I think sometimes there's more of an extroverted. It's more collaborative in its nature, in the same way that extroverted thinking is collaborative in its nature, in a certain sense. Collaborative in the sense of let's all we can all see this thing that's obvious. Let's discuss it, or let's we can all see the same facts and data. So what are we doing with that? Mm. So mm. 
Effie is kind of like, well, we all have feelings about these things. So let's figure out what to do with that information Mm-mm. to find a correct or appropriate way of feeling about things. Because mm. I think I'm not an Effie user, so I can't say if people, if Effie users are trying to um, like suspend judgment by virtue of it being an extroverted function. I feel like another thing people commonly misunderstand as Effie is uh, that they want harmony at all costs. It's like Effie values harmony. And again, we're looking at values here. We all have different values. We probably all value harmony in some way. FE at its core is not valuing harmony. FI can also value harmony if it decides that harmony is important to it. The maintaining of harmony is probably a subconscious effect of that decision-making process because they are trying to make that decision based on the consensus, as Jenna has just said. To be clear, that was Jenna talking that entire time. (laughs) And in the same way, FI, just by the virtue of the fact that it's using TE, will sometimes forego harmony for the sake of expressing one's own values or feelings about something. So it's kind of like an accidental, but it's not the essence of what FE and FI are, whether there's harmony or isn't harmony, because I value harmony as a person. And I've become really good at being... I think you just become naturally better at social harmony when you are interested in finding out what other people think is valuable. Mm. Because you're going to be going around trying to find out what other people think is valuable. Yeah. Which is going to, which is going to be a Mm -hmm, harmonious mm -hmm. experience. And you're probably going to enjoy doing that too. And like when I was young, naturally, I think, yeah, I sometimes disrupted harmony sometimes on whims of whatever FI rant I wanted to go on. Mm. But now as, as I've grown, I actually sometimes will feel an FI feeling surge up within me that I want to verbalize. And then I might be like, actually no i'm aware that this is fi i'm going to take a moment to kind of employ the the coping strategies i have for kind of putting the emotion aside for now and listening to the person whatever the argument they're trying to put forward seeing them in this moment um because i value harmony and because i want us to have a good relationship so people might look at me and be like oh she values harmony therefore she she uses fe it's like no it can be sometimes hard to maintain harmony when you have something happen in a social context that clashes with your FI, uh, emotional, personal, emotional experience. It's also worth mentioning that, um, because the, the internal, the, sorry, the, um, introverted functions are more subjective and they're more, I call them more high stakes because, um, you're more attached to them, personally attached to them in a certain sense. So in the same way with introverted thinkers have built a system, um, of very, an internally structured system of of premises, principles, um, logically consistent rules and protocols from which they act. Nothing will get put into that system that they haven't rigorously tested and falsified and believed to be absolutely true. So if someone comes up and kind of says, hey, this this false claim or something like that, then the, the TI, the person who uses the TI might, if in a context where they're having a discussion with that person, might feel the need to defend the TI, like the logic or explain why that is wrong or false or incorrect in the same way that um, the introverted feeler is their internal framework is um, it's a very uh, emotions based sometimes you're you're very emotionally attached to certain things certain ideas and it might not have a logical basis to it it's just 
you feel something strongly, you know it's valuable to you, but you might not be able to explain why. Yeah, I think often and you, it wouldn't have a logical basis to it. Often, always, no. yeah. um, <laughs> most of the time, forever. Yeah. You have it and then you're like, oh, I should find a logical basis right. for this. Just so so you can, can feel inexplicably, you can feel an inexplicable need to um, defend sometimes an FI value if you have a cir- circumstance where something external is in opposition to yeah. whatever the fi value is in mm. that present moment mm. um so whatever the the um the thing is that you're you're um emotionally attached to and i think it's worth mentioning as well that extroverted feelers because the the function the their internal framework is always a ti framework it's not an f f internal framework it's a it's a t framework and the f is more um they can this is the wrong sort of language or not precise really but they can sort of afford to be it's not as high the feelings is not they can afford to outsource the feeling stuff yeah um, it's not personal Mm. it's less it's less personal more collective more collaborative Mm. in Mm -hmm. that way that we've Mm -hmm. discussed um yeah fi is so much more high stakes for the subject like the fi will outsource the te in in many ways in a similar sort of way I mean, yeah, that this this what we've been talking about just now has it literally happened a few nights ago. I was I got into a conversation with one of my friends where we just by nature we have really real blunt conversations with each other, and she hit on a particular particularly poignant fi emotional experience of mine in just the wrong way that made me want to defend my own feeling about something, and. I realized what was happening because of my knowledge of MBTI myself and I was able to be like, okay, let's put it aside. The emotion was still happening, but I think I handled it in a, in a way that was, um, I just wouldn't have handled it that way if, if I didn't have knowledge that, that uh, my T function was lower than my F function, which I think is one of the greatest thing about, about things about learning about the functions. You're like, okay, because I use FI second, I'm able to be like, that's going to hit first. It's going to mm. hit before the T. Mm. And so taking that moment to be like okay I'm going to validate the feeling within myself I feel great about that I know this is this is something that's personal to me that doesn't mean what this person is saying right now is less valid or valuable to me and I trust that what she's saying is good for the friendship and because she loves me so I was able to take a moment to sort of push the FI down for a little bit and then we discussed it a little bit later so it's not like I was suppressing or anything but it was because I was valuing the harmony between me and my friend that that is something that I did right and because I care about harmony and people so if you see that behavior in someone doesn't mean that they're using FE that's why it's important to mention it's not harmony well also cognitive functions are not behaviors and this is something that I've said lots of times in other places not that people are ever paying attention to what I'm saying, but but <laughs> please. <laughs> but the thing is security like, the, coming out there. No. But the um what I mean is like uh you know, in my conversations with my cat, I've said uh <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. I don't have a cat. Like, in my conversations in my head, this is what I'm saying to myself. Anyway, no, but it's very important to remember that cognitive functions are not behaviours. They're literally best un they're best understood as just a perspective, a unique perspective that you have unique, when you look at the lens. world. A unique, unique lens through which you see the world. Um and that's all. So the FE is just your the process of making judgments and you're in the process of making judgments. If you're an F of any kind, you're in the process of making value judgments probably a lot during your day-to-day life. 
um, without realizing it, micro value judgments mm. on an emotional level. When we say, when we're talking about in this podcast, when we talk about things being valuable, we're not talking about ideologically valuable or whatever. We're just talking about valuable on an emotions, feelings level, like on a, yeah, on an, on an, in an affective sort of way. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it's all about just the process. The behaviors are the accidentals to the process but obviously if you think in a certain way you're likely to behave in a generally predictable way but it can look like lots of different things another misconception about fe is kind of like oh it's good at reading the room um i think i think that comes from the fact that um people who are using fe as one of their first two functions because they are trying to like they're they're really trying to find out how other people feel and what 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 other people feel to be emotionally valuable valuable in that way that I just um, uh, talked about. Because they're doing that, it just makes sense that they're going to be focused on the vibe of the room because that's largely like the emotional climate of the room will kind of tell them what's valuable in mm. that context. So they're going to be switched on to that. Mm. But that's a that's a result Again, of accidental. The, that's a result essence, of yeah. or an effect of the cognitive process. Yeah. That's not the cognitive process itself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because fi fi users absolutely can also be very good at reading a room. And the problem is, anytime you define a cognitive function by a behavior, then it loses explanatory uh, explanatory value because yeah. anyone could have those behaviors. Anyone can do any behavior, and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. a specific behavior is not necessarily evidence of one cognitive function over another there are many things that can Mm -hmm. affect or impact um people's behaviors so and also people are unique individuals obviously and they express their cognitive Mm. preferences in different ways but there are general general patterns and it's important to note that and that's why type exists is because there are general patterns um, but it's best to understand them as general patterns right Mm. okay that being said should we get into some specific examples of um how maybe we use <laughs> Jenna's T E is so clear. It's not even funny. There's not even a moment like the F I T E actors is so clear in this interview. Like there's not even a moment where you're just like, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Like this, this, this. It's like, okay, with that being said. Well, because I, I know the thing is you're not I know you're an F I T E as well, and I know yeah. you very well, and I know that you'll jump in when you have things to say. Yeah, and because I mean, it's you, look, I wouldn't this is not the way I, I would do struggle act very anyone. hard to jump in, to be honest. Yeah. Um I'm not I'm not naturally a, a jump inner because of my NI that wants to finish its thought and wants others to finish its thought as well. But yes, I did want to say something which I've forgotten now, but I will remember it. <laughs> yeah, so all that to say, now we have been recording for 53 minutes. Not sure if we've cut it down, hoping we've cut it down. Perhaps it's shorter than that, hopefully. But all that to say, when you're making a decision... Is it, is it a factor at all in those little micro decisions, uh, the shared value of the group or not in terms of feelings? Is that something you naturally consider in making your own decision or is it something that you might as well be that you feel blind to? It has little to no impact in the decision that you're making for yourself. And by I, that decision, we mean, again, specifically to, to emphasize that we mean, um, how do I feel about this thing that I'm considering? Mm-hmm. Like when you're like, oh, how do I feel about this? how do I feel about this yeah good do clarification you, do you know that's Even the decision the, the decision your you're making soul. is <laughs> the decision you're making is deciding how you feel about something yeah. basically yeah. and whether it's valuable yeah 100%. Um, on a feelings level so mm-hmm. when you're thinking hmm how do I feel about this for me I'm always just thinking how do I feel about this 
well, what do I know about it? And I might start going to um, things that aren't other people's feelings, basically. Yeah, um, like what works? What's going to be beneficial for XYZ? Yeah. It's usually the TE reasons um, that I'm kind of thinking about or the functions, right? Mm. Like functionality, not cognitive functions. Yeah. Anyway, an example it, is when... If it, you think about... Sorry, please go on. Um, yeah, an example of where this was relevant is when all the um, the COVID vaccine stuff was coming up and I was trying to decide how I felt about it and it wasn't necessarily... I mean, it was going to therefore be a result. It was going to result in a decision of what to do about it, but how I felt about all of these, you know, different opinions that were coming up, all of these different sides. Obviously, there were, there were people in my life who felt really different differently about the vaccine and I was trying to just decide how I felt about it what was sitting well with me within myself and there were people in my life who were on opposite sides of the spectrum who were trying to I guess tell me how they felt about it from a values perspective uh and I just was like I'm sorry like that just doesn't matter to me with I didn't say that I mean I did to sometimes I did sometimes to some of them but what I was considering is what I was interested in is whether or not these people could provide with me with facts, uh, credible sources of things that I could cite or look into to be able to make my decision. Anecdotes, stories that were relevant. It wasn't the person I was talking to's feelings or whether it what fit into their value system in that moment. It was like... How can you give me something that's actually going to help me to decide whether this is something I should do on a functional level? How they were feeling about it wasn't relevant to my decision-making process. I basically just needed to shut them out, do my own sort of looking into it in order to work out where I sat on a feelings level. And then over time, after doing my own sort of digging, my own thinking about it, having shut out literally all of the voices around me, I was able to work out how I felt about it. But I wasn't... If someone was coming forward to to me to say how they felt about the issue I'm just going to say this bluntly it was not a factor in working out how I felt about it I was like okay great you know where you sit on this that's great for you I don't know where I sit on this so I'd appreciate if you weren't if you let me decide for myself in fact I actually said that in some of my relationships which is a classic fi different fi tell yeah another example that comes to mind is when Kristen Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> another, example, <laughs> Kristen. another example that comes to mind is when Kristen um, decided that she wanted to move overseas. Oh, yeah. And it was like, this was like almost stereotypically like FI. When Kristen decided she wanted to move overseas and some FE people, shall we say, the vibe was, oh, I'm sad about this. Um, yeah. No. Are you going to consider the fact that I'm, I'll be sad if you go away kind of thing and um like I wanted to like I wanted yes, to it, consider it's, that yeah it's like it's not it's just it's not it's not that you don't care that they're sad it's no. just that when you're making that decision you know on some fundamental level that you that you, it's really important yeah for you I to was do. literally like I know where I sit on this nothing is going to change my mind on this I know it's an important thing I have to do I've made up my mind a long time ago about how I feel it feels right on many levels and when I was sitting with those people and chatting to them, I validated their feeling and I assured them that I would be in contact and that I, you know, that that their feelings were important to me. But I was, which is the truth, their feelings were and are important to me in any capacity and they are valid. I see them as valid. But within myself, when those people were telling me 
about their feelings, that wasn't a factor in me making a decision whatsoever. Yeah, now, other, if I had you like... Could, you could consider other things that weren't their emotional expressions in an expressivistic kind of way. Yeah. Like them saying boo-hoo, crying would not be a factor, but them maybe saying, oh, have you considered this reason that you shouldn't go based yeah, like on maybe what I've read about money this country or, yeah, or what I've read or the practical yeah. considerations or whatever which you also didn't <laughs> you're yeah. also like yes I, I have not. no money but I'm still gonna yeah do it. <laughs> literally was like I have no money and I'm doing no research this just feels right which, which is I was like what very are you doing very fi <laughs> very fi but especially I, I also FI. as well I'm just thinking about my own like as an FI user, when when you did that, I was like, well, it's something she's got to do, clearly. Like, yeah. I was sad you were going, but I was also like, I'm not going to stand in the way of this yeah. FI design. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was very – I felt this – I felt sad that people in my life felt sad. I did. I was like, that that really sucks, but that literally doesn't change the fact that this is something I know I have to yeah, do Yeah, and if you, if you had stayed and not made that decision to go, you would be there at war inside. Regret. Like, yeah, you would have yeah, been 100%. inside yourself. You would have been – in turmoil of like I'm wasting my life I'm not doing this mm. important thing I'm mm. feeling like I need to do mm. now that's um, that's that's not saying that I will always be that way and would have made that same decision like with that it's just an if example. I had like a family for instance I would have just been sure like, I mean I've got to move overseas that, understand this <laughs> that's an it, that's an example that's one specific of me in my example youth I could and do it's also like a that. um my it's, youth I could still do that it's literally I'm just currently still considering doing that again <laughs> It's um, literally just to illustrate the function as well um, mm-hmm. in that. And again, that is more of a kind of like big notable life decision. Um, but yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about some of the smaller decisions. Cause I've noticed we were talking in the car before about how um, I've noticed with some particular flavor of FE that um, people of this particular type of FE, I guess would do things like, before leaving the house kind of ask do do I look okay does this outfit what do you think of what do you think of my outfit kind of thing Mm. which I was just saying before in the car is just I I mean this could be for a variety of reasons that people are doing this but the way that this these people these two particular people who used to do this both FE users and it was kind of like a will this be contextually appropriate for the social thing I'm going to or um, situationally appropriate for whatever thing like is this is this the correct sort of ballpark of dress or attire that I'm that I'm wearing you know kind of vibe and um, I thought that was interesting in just getting the getting perspective from another person like I don't know how to feel I don't know how to feel about my own outfit I need input from other people about how to feel about my own outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas for me, I just it would just never occur to me to ask yeah. someone, how should I feel about the thing I'm wearing? If yeah. I put it on, I know that I want to wear it and I feel yeah. like I should wear it. I've noticed that, I've noticed that um, TEs do that as well. It could be a J thing about because, I mean, my ISTJ housemate, ex-housemate, doesn't live with me anymore. She would often ask, come and be like, is this fine for work or is this yeah. something – what does this outfit say or uh, is this okay for this occasion? 
Um, but that might have been an essay thing. I'm yeah, not it's sure. not. It might not have been an, on an emotional level. How should I feel about what yeah, I'm no, wearing? It was never because a I think I with feel. the with the fe speci- the specific fe flavor, it's like I don't know how if I feel like in order to feel confident, feel emotionally confident about about what I'm wearing, I need someone to tell me. I think it's good, or I think something. Mm. I think I feel I feel great about your outfit, or something like that. Mm. I could be getting this completely wrong. Um, and again, it, this is a, a particular behavior, so it, it could be a bunch of things that are affecting. And I, I'm sure there are a bunch of things that affect someone asking. And I'm sure FI users would ask that too. I've asked they that kind of question a few times. Or... Yeah, I've asked that a few times when I'm going on something like a date where it's a little bit high sta- higher stakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A date if I like really am invested in yeah, okay. something. This might just be a me thing. I just never. No, I, I mean, to be clear, I rarely ask. I'm only thinking of a few times where I have asked. When, I, when it was something I was really invested in mm, or yeah. overthinking. But then again, I think, as you said, it was pointing to probably an insecurity of mine for a few reasons. I think it could be just a P thing to not care about that. Yeah, yeah. But it could be a P thing. Again, if, it, a... if you're a P, you're not using your FE as any of your it first It's probably functions. an individual thing too. Like it's probably it's it's probably more of a um, – comes down to individuals. Lots of things. Well, I think we could that. say J, a J, which means you're using an extroverted judging function as one of your first two functions – would do those check-ins because of the shoulds that they are striving towards. Like they believe that things should be types of ways. I'm dressing like this for the outcome of this, right? Mm -hmm. So they would want to check in based on how should I feel about this or how does this outfit work for functionality's sake or for the workplace or does it give this message? Help me to like for my ISTJX housemate, her blind FE was probably a reason why she was doing it. Like I can't tell what this this message that this outfit is giving help me work that out yep. but again because it's a it's an outcomes basing i think for peace we're like oh the outcome doesn't matter it's about the process and therefore what's going to make us feel comfortable and especially with fi which is a good segue segue to this whole thing that i find particularly annoying about fi is because we are deciding how we feel about things based on our own personal individual experience most of the time if we don't feel like doing something oh my god <laughs> kill me now oh gosh it's so hard to convince us to do it or to get us to do it it's like no like I don't feel like doing this thing today I I know I should do this thing or I know I told myself I was gonna make this rule for myself in terms of being self-disciplined enough to get up and exercise at 6 a.m but I don't feel like it and because you're not citing other people to decide how you feel about things it's well and good enough for you to not feel like it to convince yourself yeah to feel good about sleeping in and not doing it yeah there's a lot of things that are good there's a lot of external um sources that are good for nipping that in the bud yeah yeah. (laughs) have children (laughs) (laughs) have some (laughs) self-respect no, like if you have a family, you can't afford yeah, to just sure. go like on what you feel like doing, which mm. is good for well, sure. Yeah, I don't but think it's, it's I don't think it's a good way to live to just live do whatever you feel like doing mm, without I, recourse to other people. Oh, I just yeah. I think it's silly. Yeah, but it's also it's something I had to learn. I, it's actually some, it's also something I had to learn. It wasn't it's mm. not an innate thing. Because I think it's something I've been kind of learning recently is that I lived a lot of my life based on the ebbs and flows of my feelings without citing like moving overseas deciding to not use my degree because I suddenly felt like I wasn't interested in that anymore and I felt like I wanted to pursue this other area Mm. and doing that multiple times and now I'm kind of getting to a point where I'm like hmm making decisions just based on my heart isn't actually 
fulfilling and I kind of feel like I'm not building any skills or self-discipline wow I can deceive myself very easily yeah surprise surprise 100% (laughs) wow my the the feelings I feel in the current moment in the present moment aren't actually consistent with my bigger broader FI Mm. values a lot of the time so like that's the thing is like yes your subject a lot of I mean F's probably in general are subject to their feelings in making decisions a lot of the time anyway but I think FI is also like a good thing about having very strong uh I mean it's not really an FI thing anyone can have strong values internal values but a lot of the time if you are if you are solely responsible for feeling a certain way about whether something's valuable or not I think that can carry you a lot to pursue things that are important when other people are saying that it's stupid or giving Mm. you giving you um negative emotional feedback oh yeah like you're thinking of Moana aren't you Oh, yeah, I am now. <laughs> Moana, but clearly yeah. SFP. And this is this is like yeah, it's just, oh man, I could talk about that movie in terms example. of FI. No, like, I'd love for you to actually give a bit of a give give a bit of a spiel on that. But I think yeah, well, just I think, before you do, yeah, um, I think Moana just as a, just to say before Jenna goes into it is a great example of how FI has its particular value for um functionality classic t thing to say functionality and flourishing of a group well we just say in the and human i just think the human of it in the experience in the human ecosystem yeah right? yeah yeah because sure. every single every type of person has. every single type of person has just like irreplaceable value in the human ecosystem mm, mm. you think about like moana for example she um so she and she's an esfp she's clearly from a very young age she's drawn to the sea not because of anything it can offer except for the unknown it's the unknown that she's drawn to um the exploring of the unknown she will discover when she embarks and she doesn't fully understand why she needs to do this thing but she knows she needs to do it Mm -hmm. which is very fi so it's relatable yeah so um but then she while she, um, you know, she chooses her parents are very, especially her dad, are um, very adamant that she not go and explore in the sea because they're worried for her safety, which is so fair as a parent. So she stays on the island and she's happy to continue to performing her duty because that's also important to her. And she also cares about her family. It's not that she does not care about her family, but there's this calling on her heart. She knows it's there and she, she can't resist it in many ways. She tries to resist it, but when she's resisting it, it's um, she's feeling very... Um, She's feeling very tumultuous inside, we, sh- we could say. Uh, anyway, so it's she does, though. She perseveres in staying on the island. And it's only when her grandmother dies and kind of says, you have to go because the island is, like, dying, basically, that she then decides, okay, I'm actually going to do this. Um, I know it's going to hurt my family or whatever, but I have to go do it. And she, go- she embarks on this journey that's really... Um, difficult in many ways and what keeps her going is her own conviction in this mission that she is accomplishing where no one else believed that it was important but she believes without really knowing why but she just believes she's heart convicted that this is something she needs to do and that conviction is what fuels her on in spite of all the hardship that she faces and the fact that she's successful means that literally everything changes like she saves the day in the movie right and then she has that like that iconic i am moana oh, such like, a all that that whole song is like such an fi that song. song like made me it's cry like, the first like, is who i am I this is my it. identity it still kind of does. yeah this is who <gasps> i like, am oh, and it's like the call is in out myself. there at all it's inside oh, me and i'm like fi, F-I. that is so 
introverted be like but yeah like even like it's like the tide always falling and rising like you know it's like everything is inside that song even that song she sings to old mate at the end who's the old mate what's his name the take her take her the oh, big, Tefiti. Te, oh, yeah, te, oh, yeah, te, te, yeah. And she's like, take her. But this does not define you. This is not who you are. Yeah. You know oh, who, who you are. are. Yeah. I'm like, you truly are. And I'm like, stop it with all this FI. <laughs> you know who you <laughs> not are. Not stop it because I love it. Yeah. But also, and that just hits yeah. on the FI journey of just like, yeah, I feel like this is something you and I, I, oh, when you, when you just see this beauty and this like sense of just uniqueness and just some gift that someone has. You just want to affirm them in it and be like, this oh, is who you are and yes, it's beautiful. Like it's The so uniqueness beautiful. of every single person oh, 100%. That is unrepeatable. And yeah, we talk about type, but let's not fall into the error of thinking that type means that you are the same as someone else. Oh, you're 100%. still And even that type is who you are because you're not. I mean, that's a podcast it's for another day. <laughs> but type is just like ENFP, ESFP. It's just ideas. They're just concepts that help you understand something about yourself but that's not actually you it's this an abstract thing who you are. <laughs> i'm gonna make you that the new yeah. or maybe you don't know who you are and that's why you're looking yeah. at type <laughs> probably oh some God, people here confused being like i don't know if i'm fi or fi yeah that just wanting to affirm people in that and that's the thing like an fi can go nuts with someone about how beautiful they are and it can be wrongly perceived as fe yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah, for sure just being what like this desire to um, I, I think as an ENFP, it's different from ESFP probably, but my, the most rewarding thing for me in life is to just like dive as deep as I possibly can into an individual, <laughs> like get to the most raw, essential core soul of that person and just like discover that place, mm. which you can't do with everyone. Cause it's not prudent to do so, but mm. like. That's like my deepest yearning is oh, to yeah, just I feel uncover the soul level. of another person. 100%. And just, I think FI is very, um, just really appreciates individual souls on a journey. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds so cheesy and platitudinous. Which is why like, FI doms um, have the stereotype of being the artist, I think, is mm. because they're constantly exploring that inner journey and wanting to bring it out into life somehow and express it somehow. Yeah, it's also the and world is coloured with emotionality in a way. Mm. Um, I mean, if F, you're F-type, it's going to be in any, in, it's going to be the case anyway. Mm. But you, even just like what we were saying about, even just your example about people asking for other people's opinions before they go out, what they're wearing, sorry, opinions of what they're wearing before they go Feeling out. Feeling specifically. Yeah, how, how, sorry, you feel about how you feel about how the group feels about what that person is wearing to help work out how they feel about what they're wearing. I can see where the stereotype comes from of FI doms dressing in that quirky way as well. Like, you know how ENFPs and INFPs and ISFPs. Do I know how? Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah, who you're talking to. <laughs> I'm talking to someone who just cuts her hair on whims and ties oh, her yeah. hair on whims. Oh, I, th- I think if we're talking about FI, we need to talk about whims. Yeah, like, for sure. Let's, let's pin that for a second. But yeah, because you're not relying on anyone else's emotional experience to determine men what you're feeling about something it is about self-expression and you are going to dress in that quirky way because it doesn't matter what how other people feel about what you're wearing wearing absolutely at all and it's the same with art as well like 
I'm going to put this art out there and it doesn't matter how other people feel about it because it's presenting what I feel about this, this intensely rich emotional experience or journey I've been on. Okay, so when you say that, I just have to add a disclaimer that obviously artists who are putting work out are going to care about how other people feel about it, especially professional artists, people who are creating something in order for that thing to be measured successful or whatever. People are going to be interested in other people's emotional experience of the art they've created. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what it doesn't do is invalidate whatever emotional journey the artist has been on themselves in mm-hmm. creating that piece. So when it goes out into the world, it kind of has a life of its own and you want people to have an emotional response to it and you want to know what that is, but it's more like as a experience of that art piece that kind of takes on its own life. It's not, it doesn't kind of change your mm. own experience in And in the creating it. of that art, art, you wouldn't have been considering how other people are going to feel about no, the art. Yet. Well, I mean, yeah, this is a very general statement. But yeah, yeah, it's general. Like of course, a on a human yeah, level, yeah. you're like, oh, what will, how will this be received by the world? But when you're immersed fully in the creation of art itself, just yep. as at, at its core, taking away all those factors of, and I'm going to sell it later and try and get sure. people to hire me for or whatever it is. Um, yeah. If we think about art in the same way as... Um, Which, I mean, I can F-I. see what I'm saying is I can see why... FI doms get the artist stereotype. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, the way you're managing your feelings is kind of like how an artist is kind of creating a work. It's a unique emotional journey Mm. creating a piece of art. And it's the same when you're kind of creating your own value system, in a sense. And other people are going to have things to say about it, but it doesn't affect, it doesn't change the way that you've made that decision about what's valuable and also how valuable it then remains to you just based on other people's emotional experiences. Again, I've clarified this a few times already, but I really have to stress this because people will it's it's a it's a it's an important distinction that people miss a lot of the time. They're like, "Well, does that mean you're not actually considering anything people say when you're m- making your decisions about what's valuable?" I'm like, "No, I am considering a lot of things people are saying. One of them is not it's just that what I'm not thinking to consider is how other people it would be counterproductive to think about how other people feel emotionally. Mm. It wouldn't make sense. It would be against the process that I naturally do Yeah. to think about other people. And the thing is you can, as you get older and mature in things, or if you decide it's important to think about how other people feel, then you will do that. Like we both do. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, baby crying in the background. <laughs> baby has awoken. Yeah. Well, guys, unfortunately, I am sad to report that we lost the rest of the audio for this podcast episode due to my incompetence at GarageBand. And hey, before you judge me, do not underestimate how hard GarageBand is to operate. Okay, you all know that that's not true. But worry not, as it was mostly just Jenna and I giving some more examples of FI and singing some more Moana. So really, you didn't miss too much. Regardless, this was a lot of fun, so thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed our 11pm voices. Did you like them? Maybe we'll do more episodes like this. Who knows? Maybe 11pm is a good time for the imagination. Maybe we'll have some smooth jazz playing in the background. No guarantees there. Please don't request that. If you like this episode, please consider following the podcast. And if you're on a podcast platform that allows ratings, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave us a rating asking for more live Moana singing. No, just kidding. But please do leave us a rating. If you're interested in checking out more MBTI content, please head over to my YouTube channel, Dear Kristen, or my Instagram page, Dear.Kristen. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. If you'd like to see some of my favorite comments from YouTube, and if you'd like to participate in my type trend polls. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful day.